everybody to Witchy Weed Podcast, your home for all things spooky and witchy. I'm your host, Marina, and today we've got two special co-hosts. We've got Explicit from last week. How you doing, everyone? And we've got a new one for you this week. It's Twisted Vic. Hey, guys. It's me, Twisted Vic. So, <clears throat> hope you all liked our first episode, because today we will be discussing popular urban legends. But before we do that, since we just passed Halloween yesterday, how was everybody's Halloween? Oh, it was late. We had a whole ass party. Oh, really? Well, that sounds nice. Yeah. What about you, Twisted Vic? Oh, I did a Spooktober Week uh, stream that I did, my final stream for it. Mm, okay, that sounds like fun. I went to a bar crawl with a good friend of mine, had kind of like a ladies' night. Uh, drank some, oh, you know, just had some fun, <laughs> smoked some on the way while there, you know, yeah. that kind of deal. Have a good time. Oh, we had a blast, I could tell you oh, that much. God. Yeah. Halloween is my favorite holiday, so had to do it big. <laughs> yeah, big go, big or go, no. So. Let's go out with a bang. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I sure did. So, <clears throat> we're going to start uh, our discussion on urban legends. What are some, before we start, what are some urban legends that you guys know uh, about? Shit, okay. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, I kind of sprung it on you. No, it's fine. I do know about hey, the... Wait. <laughs> yeah, I know one about the Goatman's Bridge. Goatman's Bridge? Goatman's Bridge, yeah. Already the name sounds Any Ain't goat man? Is, yeah. I don't know. I, don't I, the I, fuck. I hear you say men. I, I, I know, I know this is not something. It's the Goatman's goat Bridge. It really, but we'll get into it, so... The go- there's the Goatman's Bridge and the Clinton Road. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Those are the only two I got so far to mention right now that's coming up in my head. I'm not even going to try to bust my head over it. Okay, what about you, Twisted Vic? What do you, you know? I know, like, the only one that I know for sure. Because, like, there's others that, like, I've heard, honestly, but, like, don't know the story of it that well. Right. But the only one I can say is, um, it's like a creepypasta legend, which is Eyeless Jack. Oh, Ooh, shit. That sounds creepy, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It reminds me of One-Eyed Willie, but that's just me. <laughs> One-Eyed Willie. <laughs> that just makes you think of that one character with the with the ginger beard and Spongebob. Oh, my God. With the fucking, like, <laughs> pop in his head. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Crazy. I think it was Willie. They probably based know. it off of One-Eyed Willie. Mm-hmm. You never know. One-Eyed Willie. So before we get into our discussion... Y'all know what time it is. God, I can smell it from here. My shit ain't that I swear good, to God, man. I literally walked. <laughs> I literally entered the studio, and all I smell is that it just slapped me in the face. I swear. I it's guess I'm. I guess face. I'm giving off some Snoop Dogg vibes, ain't I? It also helps shit. to have like a fucking narc nose. Yeah. True. True. You do indeed. So, listeners, if you want to spark up one of your own while we're sparking up ours. Please, feel free. Might just make our discussion that much more better for you. <laughs> but we are lighting it. It is, and let's see. Okay, time to hit it. And that, none of that dirt weed shit. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, no all, all weed's good. Weed quality. <laughs> weed quality. <laughs> dirt weed lives oh. matter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually... <laughs> this ain't no dirt weed, so... Why is that? I mean, you gotta start... <coughs> but, like, if, if, 
like any of your listeners are like have that have dirt weed, we don't want to like encourage them to not smoke. Well, smoke what exactly. you got, smoke people. What you got, smoke man. what Listen, you got and you enjoy. Gotta, you gotta come from somewhere. You know what I mean? You gotta begin somewhere. Start a from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta be proud. Yeah, you gotta start crawling before you start fucking jumping and shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. I thought it was like start crawling before you start walking. Yeah, it's crawl before you walk. Crawl before it, you walk. It, it, you obviously have to step, crawl before okay? you jump. Like so. in other words, you want to start smoking some easy shit before you get to Snoop Dogg's level. Because well, no if you I haven't if you, if you know to the shit and you smoke, smoke it, oh my god, you're dead. That's it. I, I just remember the first Bro. time I ever smoking with you. That shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> oh my god, he's a walls movie. <laughs> I, I was swear 15 you. years old when I started smoking. So you, you do the math. How many years I've been smoking? That's that's a shitload. Okay, yeah. I, I, I consider myself pro level, but not Snoop Dogg level. Yeah. When he was talking about talking about the how, how I said the walls were moving, I swear all I felt it was like some Rick and Morty type shit. I'm telling you because okay, the wall was not green, right? But I'm what? seeing like this. It's not green. It's just normal. It's like a wall color. Like I remember, I don't remember what. Oh, what, what was it? Did he really say that? <laughs> but what I do remember is that it almost felt like I was swirling for some unknown reason. So I was like, yo, this is some fucking Rick and Morty shit. I'm looking at this and almost looking like a portal. Like, I just literally walked through it and it just goes somewhere else. Okay. It was fucking weird, yeah. I guess he really took it hard. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Okay, so, uh, I, the fatty has turned around the circle. It will continue oh, going as we discuss. Yeah, don't say That's that cool. about explicit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was mean. Okay. I mean, he, he knows I love him. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to begin our discussion. The uh, first urban legend we're going to discuss is the called the babysitter. I never had one. The only one I got is like, was it just... Family um, members? Yeah. <laughs> well, my dad had me a babysitter, but she wasn't scary. She was just hot. She was actually good looking. Okay, she was actually that's good a looking. story for another podcast. Yeah, that's a story for <laughs> We're looking for creepy, not sexy. <laughs> no, no. Cueing the porno of you. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> but no, this babysitter story is nothing like that. It is not hot. This is a scary Stop story. <laughs> it's a scary story based on an urban legend about a teenage girl who was babysitting three children one night when she receives a creepy phone call from a strange man. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Not that one. It's also known as The Babysitter and the Man Upstairs. A version of this tale appeared in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. There was a young girl who was in need of a job and was able to find work as a babysitter for a couple who lived in a large, isolated old house. See, that's where I would have already turned the damn job down. Yeah. Because you're telling me a large isolated old house yeah no i ain't gonna be there but anyways the old uh, the the couple was gonna go out to see a movie that night and left a teenage babysitter in charge of their three young children babysitter put the children to bed when it got late and then went downstairs to watch some television she was just getting comfortable when she heard the phone ringing when she answered it all she heard was heavy breathing followed by a man's voice asking have you checked on the children Freaked out, she hung up the phone, trying to convince herself that it was just someone playing a practical joke on her. She went back to watching television, but about 15 minutes later, the phone rang again. She picked up the receiver and heard hysterical laughter from the other end of the line. Then the same voice asked, 
Why haven't you checked on the children? That's some scary shit. Yeah. Babysitter <laughs> slammed down the phone. Poor girl was frightened out of her wits and immediately called the police. The operator at the police station told the babysitter that if the man called again, she should try to keep him talking. That would give the police time to trace the call. A few minutes later, the phone rang a third time, and when the baby ans- babysitter answered it, she heard the heavy breathing again. The voice on the line said, you should really check on the children. That's what the heavy breathing. This guy's got asthma or some shit. Yeah. As long as That's he's all not I can like, think about. You thought that? I, I guess that my shit, perverted man. mind was thinking he's masturbating. On the oh other my God. It's St. Jeffrey Dahmer now. <laughs> but, so she listened to him laugh hysterically for a long time. She hung up the phone again and almost immediately it rang again. This time it was the operator from the police station who yelled, Get out of the house right now! The calls are coming from the upstairs phone! Oh my. The babysitter dropped the phone in shock and suddenly she heard heavy footsteps walking down the stairs. Without pausing for a second, she ran out of the house as fast as her legs could carry her. Just as she closed the front door behind her, a man's hand slammed against the glass. She screamed and ran out into the street just as a police car was pulling up outside. The police searched the house and found the two children upstairs hiding in a closet, crying uncontrollably. Hmm. In the parents' bedroom, they found a bloody axe lying on the floor next to the upstairs phone. The back window was wide open and... uh, Let's see. They found... The back window was wide open and the curtains were blowing in the breeze. There was no sign of the madman who had made the phone calls. He had escaped into the night when the police arrived and managed to interrupt his horrible plan to kill the two children and the babysitter. Now, I think that I've heard other versions of this story. I've heard versions where she just goes upstairs to check on the children after receiving a few of these calls find them dead, and then supposedly she gets killed. So there's different versions of it. But my problem is, if I'm being already told, have you checked on the kids? Why haven't you checked on the kids? You know, you should really go check on the kids. I'm sorry, I ain't taking no (coughs) damn chances. I'm running my ass out of that house, calling 911, and making them go check on the children. I don't know, that's just me. Maybe some people might get offended by that. I don't know. No, I can't. I mean, I can understand that it's just in the nick of the moment. You don't know if it's already over, and you're just trying to figure out, like, yeah, in my house gonna be next. Like, it's just really how how it goes out. See, my mind works differently though because <laughs> the first call, you should check on the children. Already, this person calling knows you're there watching children, so that's a red flag. Right. Second call, when he says, "Why haven't you checked on the children?" This means he's watching you, and he knows that you haven't gone and checked on them. Which also technically means that Which, he's inside. Either he's inside or he's outside around the house watching you. But nonetheless has access. That's, that is scary enough for me oh, yeah. to already call 911, crying and screaming, telling them there's somebody in the house. I don't take no chances. What do you think, Twisted Vic? Why the fuck would you scream, hey, I'm here? That's what you're fucking doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah! He knows exactly where you are now. 
You raise a good point. I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I guess I'm going to have to like whisper <clears throat> my 911 call. Does 911 have text? No. <laughs> they should. They really should. So, um, but yeah, that's what I think about that one. I don't know if you listeners have any different opinions on it. No, there is one thing I have to like point out that like whoever made the story obviously just like wanted to make it scary or like add that like just like a, add a little oomph into it, you know? But not only, like, not only that, it's like, that's, that's not even what I'm, like, more, like, focused on. It's just, like, you could tell this person has watched, like, a bunch of movies where they instantly add in the, oh, keep them talking so we could trace the call. Because a lot of people that actually know how, like, that kind of thing call works. Work, it takes a while. It takes a while for the police yeah. to trace the call. So it's yeah, like, they're not going to immediately call her back and be like, hey, he's in your house. Mm-hmm. There is so many, I don't know how, actually, I, I'm a little bit real with you, I don't know how phones work like when it comes to tracing calls and shit. It takes right? a while. It ta- but I do know it takes a while. There's so many things they have to do and process to make sure that they get exactly where that signal is coming from. You know what I mean? That means that's actually, my guess is like satellites or whatever's nearby. Like, that, that's one thing, like, <clears throat> I always loved about, like, the show Lucifer, besides its fucking ending. <laughs> is that, I like, ending. every time that, like, they were on an investigation... Everything took its sweet ass time because everything does take its sweet ass time. Exactly. It's not as quick as you know. Some you things will have you believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what. That's what. That's kind of something I. I can't say I thought about at the moment, because I'm just thinking of how terribly scary it would be in that situation. You know, listen. It, in my house, I feel like it's a haven. You know, it's my little paradise, my little safe place. It kind of feels very intimidating in a, in a way to find out that you're no longer safe in your own home and your own safe your own little bubble where you call your safe haven your sadly sadly many people have experienced <clears throat> situations be it robberies home invasions oh, burglars and stuff everything it happens. where they realize <clears throat> that they are not safe in their homes except for except for that one up. guy that's still safe at his own house because his ex Threw a pot of fucking acid to her and the wind blew it right to her face. Oh, oh damn. my god. <laughs> oh damn. Fucking karma right there. That's instant <laughs> karma. Fucking whoosh. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so on to our next urban legend. Yeah. And that one is the hook. I don't know that one. Mm. Oh wow, that makes me think of the hash slinging slasher. You know, I was gonna say that, and I was gonna say Captain Hook. Captain. It just came in my hand, Hook. Captain uh, Hook. The first no. time I heard about the title, I, my my uh, instant thought was the uh, movie Hook, Robin Williams yeah. Hook. Yeah. That that's all the, the <clears throat> title is missing. The, the the like the actual the part. <laughs> the Hook. Those hook. little three letters that make something <laughs> sound from okay to more dramatic. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You ever notice that when you, they'll say the movie Punisher? You know it's cool like that. The Punisher. Oh God. Oh. Oh God. Okay. Oh Jesus. I, I see your point. Science. <laughs> the science. The science. Oh Jesus. Car. The, the car. car. The car. Oh, but then, God. but then also it switches like like the the sinister feel <clears throat> to like a more like 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 happy feel when you replace the with the the yeah. car. Like oh shit, it, it's awesome. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. The dog. No, this is some shit that we will only think about when we're high. <laughs> I'm telling you. Know you know what? High thoughts. Let's go back to the hook. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Shower thoughts. High thoughts. So oh, the man. hook, or sometimes called the hook man, 
is a scary woman. Man. woman. <laughs> it should be gender equality, but we're just going to stick for the sake of the story and the supposed facts that it's the hook man. The hook man. Is a scary urban legend about a boyfriend and girlfriend who park in a deserted lover's lane one dark night. Oh, fucking course. <laughs> one summer night, a teenage boy was going out on a date with his new girlfriend. He picked her up at her house and they drove out to the edge of town. They parked the car in a secluded spot that was a well-known lover's lane. As they gazed out at the lights of the town, the boy put his arm around the girl and switched on the car radio so they could listen to some romantic music. My mind said we know. <laughs> no, my I don't know body. why. I don't know why when when you said that, all I just came <laughs> in my head is some fucking. I was gonna no. do. I was gonna do that, but I felt no. like like sorry. I chose it just more funnier. Yeah, yeah. It, it just picture my head. I can feel you know. <laughs> trying to just hold on cool. this feeling for so, so long. All right, let's get back into it. This is no karaoke. Okay. Um. So he put the music on, and he leaned over, and the young couple began kissing and cuddling. Right. Ooh. Ooh. That's not a Christian link. <laughs> <laughs> they were just kissing oh and cuddling. No groping or manhandling going on. Right. So, just as they were getting into the mood, though, oh. the music suddenly stopped, oh. and a newsreader's voice came on the radio. <coughs> Cockblocker. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Said, this is an emergency announcement. Earlier tonight, a crazed murderer escaped from the state mental asylum. Police are warning citizens to be on their guard since the patient is considered armed and dangerous. The insane killer is nicknamed the Hook Man because after he lost his right hand in an accident, it was replaced with a steel hook. Couldn't have gotten no prosthetic? <laughs> or like a spoon? <laughs> <laughs> the spoon. <laughs> He's got a spoon! A spatula! Oh man, a spatula. That's literally like the hashling. Spatula. That's literally what it is. That, that, yeah, yeah, actually, the fucking guy had a fucking spatula for a hand. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's why he said it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, the hashling <laughs> So, they said everyone in the area should be on the lookout for a man fitting this description. If you see anything suspicious, you should report it to the police immediately. Fuck no, I'm minding my own business. <laughs> The girl became frightened and asked to be taken home. She knew that the state insane asylum was not far from Lover's Lane. She was also worried that the remote area where they were parked would be a perfect spot for a deranged madman to lurk. I think someone's being smart in this situation. Right. The boy was feeling brave and assured his girlfriend that they were perfectly safe. No, he wasn't feeling brave. He was horny as fuck. That's that's the honest (laughs) to God truth. He wanted to get some good good that night. Yep. And said, ah, ain't nobody gonna hurt us. We'll be fine. So he locked all of the car doors, then tried to kiss her again. The girl became frantic and pushed him away, insisting that they leave immediately. In a huff, the boy slammed the car into gear and spun its wheels as he pulled out of the parking space. On the way back to town, they both calmed down, but the girl still held on tightly to her boyfriend. When they pulled up outside the girl's house, the boy got out of the car and walked around to open the door for his girlfriend. Gentlemen. 
Trying to make up for, you know. (laughs) For a long time, he just stood there, staring at the door. At first, the girl couldn't figure out what was wrong. Then she realized that her door was still locked. She smiled and unlocked it. Still, the boy just stood there. The girl was puzzled and rolled down her window. Then she saw that the boy was staring down at the door handle. Slowly, she looked down herself and began to scream uncontrollably. There, hanging from the door handle, was a bloody stainless steel hook. Now, I've also heard of another version of it where when they're out there on Lover's Lane, the boyfriend needs to use the bathroom, so he steps out to use it, and the girl stays in the car fiddling with the radio, trying to get a more appropriate song for the moment. And not like, I got bitches. Oh, no, no. I forgot the fucking song it is. I know you fucking know it. I can't think of it right now. I guess he can. Damn, it's too high. But, so she's sitting there, and all of a sudden, she starts to hear like scratching noises coming from the roof of the car. And she's, you know, Scott, Scott, after calling whatever the guy's name is. I just said the first name that came into my mind. Scott. And. Scott. (laughs) Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Anyways, so she starts to call him and doesn't get a response, but she keeps hearing the scratching noises. So after a while of this, she decides to get out of the car and sees Scotty hanging from a tree right by the car, and it was his feet that was uh, dangling on the roof, and that's the scratching she was hearing. So obviously there's different versions of it, but it all comes down to they were... The targets of the hook man. I guess the one the one that you knew first was a lot more morbid. Yeah. Than the first story. The first story is like, oh my, it's scary because damn, he was right there yeah. and he was about to attack <clears throat> us, but that's it. The one I've heard of is more morbid in that sense where she actually finds Scotty dead. Yeah. So it's, it's different, but I like the version I've heard more, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that version more, but like... Believe it or not, I heard the the other one like with the hook on the handle. Oh, you've heard that one. Yeah, because it was uh, it was on a, off a book called Scary Stories, where it's like different. Yes. Yeah, and I had like all three of them, and like I know one of them had that one, where it was like a whole section of like s- stories that are more able to happen kind of thing. Okay, so see, my way of thinking again here it comes. Is might not be screaming. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The minute that they said that that is uh, guy from the insane asylum was out of there, we would have been out immediately. Well, there's no trying to convince him. No, no, no. I would have my my Cuban way of being. I would have just told him, "You're getting this car out of here, cojones." and we would have so left. No, you're basically doing exactly what she was trying to do: convincing him. You're convincing him. No, no, there ain't no convincing him. That's if convincing. I if if I have to smack the crap out of him, and make sure that he is still That's that he's gonna convincing. leave. <laughs> That's pretty fucking convincing. So you're yeah. so convincing. Well, you're doing exactly what she did. It's like, hey, no, no, we're gonna. And then, Mister, Mister, oh, I want to get some tonight. No wonder in my version, no wonder he's the one that gets killed. But then again, supposedly so does she. Because she, you know, there's obviously the guy there and he's about to kill her. And he probably has the motherfucking keys, so it's in the body. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I didn't, never thought of it that way. Damn. I thought that way too. Oh, it's not like she, she can just grab the keys. Well, no, he, we don't know that he took the keys. He yeah, because like, if she was still filling with the fucking radio, then yeah. Yeah, so okay, good. Good, good. All right. That crisis is Because <laughs> I was already freaking out going, poor girl, if she wants to leave, she can't. 
No, I, I, I would get in that car and speed. Ricky Bobby, let's go. Because, hell uh, no. You don't want to try that one. Remember, he, he fucking was blindfolded doing that shit. Oh, yeah. you're right. You, you want right. to fucking call it if I fucking... Uh, and with my luck, I'd be, I'd be the version of Ricky Bobby where I'm like... Oh, I'm on fire! I'm on fire! Help me, Tom Cruise! <laughs> believe believe it or not, invisible fire can actually happen. Oh, damn. Yeah. It, it's that's, a, that's pretty freaky if you ask it, me. It's because, like, if I remember correctly, it's because of like, the gas that the NASCAR drivers use because, like, there's a chemical in there where it's, like, if, like, they catch on fire, you actually can't fucking see it. That's fucked up. But it's, like, if you touch <clears throat> them, you can feel the heat and fire. That is fucked up. Wow. Yeah, and and it's like very fucking highly flammable. Leave it to the pyro to know this. (laughs) Okay, so the next one, supposedly it's an urban legend. If you ask me, this has happened, so I don't know how much of of a legend it is. Oh, Crazy X? Kidney Thieves. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, for sure, man. Oh, that, that, that basically goes to, like, the fucking Alice Jack thing I was saying, because it's basically robbing around kidney. Kidneys being stolen, just... Right. Not stolen, <laughs> just eaten, but... Same difference. Oh, okay, it, you're really domering this. Hey, hey, it's not me, okay? It's the fucking Jack it's, guy. Yeah. The Jack fellow. Jack. Jeff? Jack? Close enough. But... Laughing Jack. Yeah. The Kidney Thieves is an urban legend, supposedly about a college student who meets an attractive girl at a party. The story is also known as the kidney heist, the organ thieves, and the stolen kidneys. Oh, why? <laughs> Every time I say or- like organ thieves, I keep thinking like the state organ. <laughs> no, I thought she was talking I, I don't know why it came to my head just organ piano. You, you know how you go to like some sort of chapel or some shit? Okay. And you <laughs> some fucking organ I'm piano. going to assume that this was a good batch <laughs> that we just smoked. Because wow, I was way far off. Three different topic. versions of the same word. Yo. Okay, it's hey, completely hey, off fucking topic. Hey, at, at least it's like, 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 like we're all saying things that like you could be like, okay, I, I can understand, I can understand how you got that. Yeah. Not like, oh, my three sons into like a threesome. Uh, it actually does kind of sound familiar, but yeah. yeah, could be easily mistaken. Could be easily mistaken. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyways. There was a young man who was going to college. He went to Las Vegas with his buddies for spring break. They were all having a good time going from bar to bar and gulping down drink after drink. Why not? They stopped at one bar where a band was playing music and pretty soon the friends were all laughing, singing, and shouting loudly. The young man had just finished another drink when a beautiful young woman came up to him and started chatting. That's very fucked up. Why is that already fucked up? Trifling ass. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. Twisted Vic does not really feel that way. No. No. Oh my god. I only say that for like comedic effect. I getcha. I getcha. I getcha. You're doing a Kevin Hart kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So. Or like a fucking, um, what's his name? Fucking, the the one that like his whole comedic act. Cat Williams. There we go. I remember. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. His bas- basically his whole comedic act revolves around him being like a pimp. Yeah. So yeah. And that's Snoop Dogg though. He he means his fucking lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> so the young man, um, the girl comes over, starts chatting with him. He was surprised but flattered at the same time. The woman seemed to be really attracted to him. So when she invited him to another party, 
he immediately agreed. Damn, he must be ugly as fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a girl's talking to me? Fuck my friends, I'm gonna go follow her ass. <laughs> but, okay, so leaving his friends in the bar, just like I said, the young man followed her to an apartment on the outskirts of the city. When they went inside, there was already a party in full swing. So they continued to drink and even danced a little. Then the girl began looking around in her purse and took out a small pouch. Inside, there were two pills. She took one of the pills out and popped it in her mouth. Then with a smile, she offered the other one to him. Dumbass. Red fucking flag. You don't know what she's taking out of her purse. It could have very well been Tylenol. It could have been rat poison. You don't know what she's giving you. How? For me, I think like like a Xanax pill. Yeah. That's like the number one thing that came to my head. Well, but already like that. Like, so many different that. things come to I mean, my head you know that I'm like, you have to be an idiot to take a pill randomly right. pulled out of somebody's bag that you have no idea who this person really is, what that really is. No, you know, that's a dumbass move. This is probably maybe a just a deep thought from all I got from all of this, but considering the, you know, the, the what the material you had me listen, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that they probably might be young. In a sense, and I'm saying college, this, right? Because like, I'm like, sorry, that's twenty year old. Yeah, twenty year olds. Because let me tell you something. Let me I'm tell you something. sorry. <laughs> in my time of being in my high school, you get a lot of word around about specific things that they, you know, that they're giving out, such as one of them being Xanax. Back like in you your high school Molly. days. Yeah, high school days. Huh? <laughs> Molly. Molly is another thing. Okay. And, you know, you hear these things, and obviously, you, you think of pill. So when I'm hearing this, I'm thinking the guy probably accepted thinking is like, oh, it could have been Molly. Okay, this is a college guy. You guys are college guys. Right. Would you fall for this shit? Oh, hell no. No. My point exactly. I mean, if it was a free bag of weed, I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm dead ass fucked. I'm sorry. But no, she's pulling out some random pills out of her purse, not even like an actual bottle. Out of a purse, and she was telling you, "Here, take it." Damn, he, he's ugly and stupid. <laughs> he, he got both he disabilities. Got, yeah, you cannot, bro. Let me tell you something. You cannot be nice. Okay, so you gotta pick a disability. It's either ugly and funny, or the ugly and smart, or dumb and hot. It's you can't pick both disabilities. You really can. You got like that one stereotypical can where it's just like all this good looking and shit, but he's dumb as hell. True. And then you got the one I've guy. Met those. <laughs> and you got the one outcast of the group, ugly as hell, but he funny as fuck. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So, this guy would never usually do drugs. Right. But he decided to try it out just this once. He just wanted his dick wet. Ecstasy <laughs> <laughs> could have been another thing, to be honest. I forgot. I think about it. There's so many things so that they could be giving you. Been, all you. For all you know, they're giving you an oxycodone or something. I mean, fucking Tylenol. Tylenol. <laughs> and just telling you, you're gonna get so high, and you don't know. You don't know what they're giving you. Don't. I would just say, and Witchy Weed Podcast does not. Uh, Condone. In- Condone or encourage accepting random drugs from random people pulled out of nowhere. No, thank you. Bro, not gonna lie. Like, I was expecting for me to get, like, offered so many drugs from all, like, the dare shit, like, in yeah. school. 
Like, like I'm, I'm, just, I'm still waiting for like the free weed, bro. <laughs> like the free blood and shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I still you know, haven't got offered that's, shit. That's been one thing that I never had a problem in high school. I had connections like that. And they were always close friends of mine. It's just like I would do something like something simple for them that they feel like they owe me. So they are you kidding me? Back. My best friend and I, when we wanted to score some weed back when and when we started smoking Wait, at the that, age fifteen, ain't that the oregano story? Yes. Oh yeah. Some guy oregano. tried selling us oregano. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yes. The minute we opened that bag and we looked at and we smelled it, we were like, "We ain't cooking." What the Motherfucker, fuck? Motherfucker, this is oregano. <laughs> was he white? Gotcha. No, he was actually shit. Hispanic. Just a very thieving little so, boy. So, so he thought that he could, like... Pass off oregano as weed. To Hispanics. To Hispanics. It, if, it feels what like, we cook with. If it's like, if he was doing it to a white guy, I could understand why he would think it'll work. But, like, with his... He thought Even that Even white work. guys, no, no seasoning... Certain white guys like Italians, fuck yeah. They, 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 they aren't they the ones that invented oregano? I, am not I have no idea. All <laughs> well, I know is that that's in their spaghetti, so I'm spaghetti. eating that shit. <laughs> Who ate my spaghetti? <laughs> well, but this guy decided, why the fuck not? I'll take sure. this and I'll get high with it. That's the last thing he remembered. Damn. Ah, damn. The this next shit morning. Took such a wrong fucking turn. I told you. <laughs> Went zero from a hundred. I rooks, told you. Yeah, I told you. Never take random drugs. Fuck it. Out. Out like a light. Yep. Like a light. The next morning, he woke up in an unfamiliar hotel room. Looking around, he realized that he was lying completely butt ass naked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say listen, he probably thought he got laid. Listen. Yeah. Submerged up to his neck in a bathtub filled Full with ice. Ice. Yep. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> More than that. Groggy and disoriented. I really know what this is he be. frantically tried to remember how he had ended up there. He was confused, scared. And in a whole lot of pain. And baffled. Mm-hmm. That's when he spotted a crumpled note in his hand. It read, if you don't want to die, call 911. There was a cell phone sitting on a small table beside the bathtub. He picked it up and dialed the number, his fingers numb and clumsy from the ice. When the emergency services operator answered, the young man explained that he didn't know where he was or how he got there, but he was in a lot of pain. When he mentioned the bathtub filled with ice and the note, the operator seemed oddly familiar with this situation. She said, sir, can you do the following for me? Slowly and carefully get out of the bath and examine yourself in the mirror. The man grabbed a towel rack and pulled himself up out of the ice. Looking over at the mirror, he saw that there were two nine-inch slits in his lower back. When he described the injuries, the operator said, I want you to get back into the bath, sir. The paramedics paramedics are on their way. Do not move until they arrive. Mm-hmm. What happened to me? asked the young man nervously. I don't want you to panic, said the operator. But last night you were drugged. Someone removed both of your kidneys. There's a ring of organ thieves operating in this city. They harvest kidneys and sell them on the black market. They say that the young man is currently in the hospital on a life support machine awaiting a kidney donor. Now, how could this all have been avoided? If it were, because it sounds like it could very well be true. This could happen. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's obviously. 
So, what is the main thing that this guy could have done? Listen to their things from school. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take drugs, kids. (laughs) Yeah, that was his... Well, I think the point that he just willingly left his friends that he was supposed to be out with that night to go follow some random ass is what got him into this situation in the first place. Yeah, not gonna lie, I would encourage him to do that shit. Oh, Jesus I guess males and females are different in that aspect because if I'm out on a girls' night, I'm not going to leave my girls for some random guy. You want to get to know me? Here's my number. Give me a call. We'll go out on a date. But I'm not just going to leave my girls. It depends, like, if you're on your whole phase kind of shit. (laughs) Like, for us guys, it's like, if we're single, it's like, we're automatically in our whole phase. Yeah. I've met a few of (laughs) y'all. Oh, man. Okay. I'm gonna tell you something though. I don't. The first thing I thought, picturing this whole situation, is the one phrase my mom always told me when I was a kid. What's that? Not that. Stranger danger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> take yeah. shit from strangers, man. That's or that. Oh, no, that was my grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next one is also another one of these that I feel like it could happen. Mm-hmm. Killer in the back seat. Oh, yeah. Those are definitely common. Yeah. That, that, that happens, really don't concerned. it? I mean, yeah. so I mean, it's not really an urban legend. Exactly. That's what I say. It's but, not, shit, I even know that's an urban legend. I but do you, I guess the, the way that, that they want it to be is, do you actually know somebody that, that had somebody in their backseat and, and was either killed or injured? No. Do you, explicit? No. I've seen movies, I so. don't either. So I guess that's where it's like it's a legend because you hear of it happening, but it's not really something that you put on the news and and there was another killer in someone's backseat. It doesn't have any reliable actual source to say if it could be true. But But it doesn't have a reliable source. Let me know, listeners, if you actually have a story that you actually know someone or if it was you yourself, let let us know so we could actually, you know, read your story next time and, and let our and let our, our listeners know that hey this is it's actually happening i feel like it's a plausible thing like how right. like i didn't even know this was a legend i never heard about it and even before i was i always check the fucking backseat of my car you do yeah. i actually don't now that i think about it i should start it's doing been, that yeah it's, it's been a thing i actually don't oh my god i'm i'm the typical clueless female that that just goes about her day getting her starbucks in hand and and going around and, at, at, at least you're not blonde because then you very well match the stereotype no no my so my, my blue hair st- it, it sticks out at least, at least you don't fit the stereotype <laughs> but what they say about this is um it's about a young woman who goes driving alone late at night and finds more than she bargained for so one night she went out for drinks with her girlfriends. She left the bar fairly late at night, got in her car, and onto the deserted highway. Why would you get on the deserted highway? I guess, well, I guess what they mean is that the highway is deserted. Because it's so late. Okay, that makes more sense. Sorry, I'm high. After a few miles, she noticed she was low on gas and pulled into a gas station. She was frightened by the odd behavior of the attendant who kept trying to get her to leave the car and join him in the office. She refused and drove off as fast as she could because she thought he had sinister intentions. That's the one that I know then. As she drove, she noticed a lone pair of headlights in her rearview mirror. Approaching fast, as the car pulled up behind her, 
dangerously close to her tailgate and the bright lights flashed. Now she was getting nervous. The car behind her kept flashing the lights off and on and the driver seemed to be shouting and making signs with his hands. Through every stoplight and turn, it followed her until she reached home and pulled into her driveway. Terrified, she made a mad dash into her house and called the police. As she ran from the car, so did the driver of the car behind her, and he screamed, Lock the door and call the police! Call 911! When the police finally arrived, the horrible truth was finally revealed to the woman. The man in the car had actually been trying to save her. As he pulled up behind her and his headlights illuminated her car, he saw the silhouette of a man with an axe rising up from the back seat behind her, so he flashed his brights to warn her. The police arrested the crazed killer in the back seat who turned out to be an escaped mental patient. Why is it always an escaped mental patient? I don't know. I have no clue. It was an extremely scary night and the woman had a lucky escape. Morbid version I've heard. She ignores the man behind her, keeps driving a different way, whatever. Or, or when she finally hears what he's saying, there's someone in your back seat. That guy rises up and, and hits her with the axe. <laughs> so I've heard a different version. I, I keep hearing more morbid versions of what, you know, yeah, what's that's, reported. That, that's the version I heard too. Yeah. The, the one just like she survived kind of thing. And again, from the scary stories, fucking... Mm, um, okay. But then again, scary stories are for young readers. Yeah. So I'm sure that they don't want to give them the morbid version. Right. Although for me, some things are really just saying the love of horror has been in me since I was a kid. So I don't know what to tell you. Mm. But okay, so um, <clears throat> let's go on to the next one because, like I said, that sounds to me like it could actually happen. Oh yeah. So. Um, the next story we've got is the videotape. And this one, we've actually seen a movie version of. Shit. Because this is where The Ring yep, got I'm its sure. inspiration. I it. Yeah, I knew we were going to say that. Except, say that. there's a big difference. Huh. In the urban legend, it says that once you watch the tape, you will die within 48 hours. Oh, wow. Wow. At least the ring was generous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they gave you seven days, like, you know, put all your affairs in order. You're gonna die in seven yeah. days. This is week. like forty-eight hours, two days. Yeah, you don't even have time to really do anything. Anything. So yeah, the ring was more generous. But For the sure. legend is supposedly that years ago there was a group of three girls who went to high school together. Mm-hmm. They were all best friends, and one night during the summer holidays they decided to have a sleepover party. They spent all day planning their sleepover, and because they were all horror fans, they decided to rent a scary movie. Okay, I've been there. I've done that. So, all right, so far, doable. It was late at night when the three girls piled into a car and drove down to their local video rental store back in the days of Blockbuster. I know y'all, a lot of y'all may not know that. I I stood to death with my mom and dad kind of thing. It was okay. a blockbuster, but it was like like one, one of, the, like, of my mom and pop kind of video yeah. stores. Mm. Yeah, no, I I used to go to Blockbuster. I used to go to Ten Thousand Movies, I believe it was called, um, and the mom and pop ones as well. But mm. obviously, everybody knows Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah but even the mom and pop one, there's like as recent as like the first Creed movie. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've seen any um, in my neighborhood here. I would have to go, like, find out if they have one at that point. And really, now they would have DVDs and not tapes. But that tells you how old this urban legend is. Yeah, it gives you a sense of where the environment is at the time. So, like I said, they piled into the car and drove down to Blockbuster. And, but it was closed. That is bullshit. They would stay open late. The girls (laughs) spent the next half hour driving... Only the persons who only the people actually know that will know that that would stay open. <laughs> they would, of course, especially <laughs> like on the weekends. <laughs> on the weekends, it's like they knew that people were going to be piling in. Oh yeah, you for know? sure. Get their movie, get some popcorn, get some little snacky snacks. You know, oh man, that was fun. I yeah. just love that. Okay, this story sounds pretty good. It sounds legit. Oh motherfucker, no, nah, that's fake. Blockbuster <laughs> would not be closed. The story sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So, the girls spent the next half hour driving around town looking for a video store that was still open. Eventually, they found a little shop that was located in a side street and went inside. The girls could not agree on a film to rent, so one of them went over to the woman behind the counter and asked her if she had any suggestions. The woman told her that she had just a thing for them and disappeared into a back room. While they were waiting, one of the girls noticed a videotape lying on the counter. It didn't have a box cover or a label and it seemed to be very dirty and stained. She was curious to see what it was and reached out to pick it up. Just then the woman came rushing out from the back room and slammed her hand down on the tape pulling it away. With a strange smile on her face, she said, That's not something you girls should be watching. When they asked her what it was, the woman told them not to touch it, and all she would say was that it was a home movie. Porno. (laughs) Then she handed them an old horror film and told them it would be a much better movie for them to watch. Eventually, the girls agreed to rent the tape that the woman suggested. While she was in the back room searching for the film... One of the girls took the opportunity to swipe the mysterious videotape and stuffed it into her purse. So later that night, when the girls returned home, the girl who stole the videotape took it out of her purse and convinced the other two that they should watch it. She probably thought it was a porno too. They put the tape in the video recorder and pressed play. All of a sudden, the power went out and the room was plunged into darkness. However, the television was still on. Red flag! (laughs) With a crackle of static, the video started playing, and on the screen they saw a woman tied to a wooden stake. She was surrounded by angry men and women who were carrying burning torches. They were shouting and spitting on her, and then they set fire to the wood beneath the woman's feet. The woman began laughing maniacally, and the people yelled out things like, Burn the witch! And this is your punishment for practicing black magic! As the flames rose higher and higher, licking at the woman's face, she screamed out a curse, saying that all who witness her death will suffer the same fate in two days' time. There was a screech of static, and the VCR began making skipping sounds before it suddenly cut off. The terrified girls sat in the dark for a long time until the power came back on. They tried to convince each other that it must have been some type of prank. After a while, they agreed that they should return the tape immediately. 
When they arrived at the location of the video store, it was gone. All they found was an abandoned building and an empty lot. Two days later, all three of the girls were dead. The first girl was found floating in a swimming pool. Her body was burned beyond recognition. The charred remains of the second girl were discovered in the middle of a park, and the third girl's body was found in a furnace. When the police were investigating, investigating the mysterious deaths, they thought it was a very strange coincidence that all three girls had burned to death on the same day. In each case, the police thought it had been spontaneous combustion, but the weirdest thing about it was that nothing around them had even been singed by the flames. They found a trash can outside the house of one of the girls. It had been set on fire and was burned out. Everything inside it was destroyed, except for a videotape, which had been inexplicably left untouched by the flames. So, like I said, this was actually the urban legend that was the inspiration for the Ring movie. Like you said, they were generous in the ring. Well, in a way, it's not generous if you think about it. Because it's, like, it's more like torture. It's like every day that goes by, your worry starts growing bigger and bigger. And you just keep thinking, like, I'm going to die. See, you see it that way? I see it as hope. If, I, if you tell me I have seven days before I die, you can bet your ass that I'm going to try to investigate and, and find out any possible way that there's a loophole to the curse, that there's something that could be done. I mean... I'm not just going to give up and be like, oh, well, I'm dying. How am I going to die? Oh, my God. No, no I'm going to try to save myself. Yeah, but like that that's what I'm talking about. It's going to be like like, like torture because then you're just going to be trying to figure out a way and just be And what scared. if you do? Then it works. But for those that don't, because imagine, like how, how easy is it going to be to try to figure out an ancient kind of like fucking curse? I mean, the way I look at it is just the way they die and there's different things. Right? Like, in the movie Ring, they were both weren't burned to a crisp. Yeah, they weren't burned to a crisp and because it, it, it was a different curse. It's already curse. not enough me cooking. They kind of ended the, up uh, all kind of like, ah, like, right, oh, but I don't know. This, it was, it was creepy. This. Listen to this, right? It's already bad enough that when I cook, I hate when the oil hits me. That shit burns. Imagine, like, an actual... Flame oh no, the paint. Well, that's, that's that's basically that's like like, like a, the that's like, like the witches of Salem that I can think of in like years oh, and like a few minutes. Although before all, all my listeners that know about this stuff uh, start correcting me, I know witches in Salem were not actually burned; they were hung. But really, oh yeah. yeah, we'll get into that in a future episode and that we'll cover the Salem witch trials. I was always like like. It was always depicted, like, to me, just, like, there would be, a, like, a wooden stake, and, like, it would just be burned. I think it was in Europe or something that that actually happened where they burned them, but here in Salem, it was actually just, they were hung. They were hung. Wow. Hung before the public. Yeah. Okay, so it was probably the Europe ones I was hearing, and I just, just thought I connected And wait box. till you hear about the details of the Salem uh, witch trials. Hell is gruesome. It's, it's gruesome. It's so unfair. It's so ridiculous. And, and a lot of them were started by the same family. They, they were the ones accusing of most people of being witches. Mm. And they were listening to the, the claims made by like 9 and 10 year old girls as well. So he says, she says, kind of thing. Yeah. And even if the person denied that they weren't witches, if there were some of these people saying, yeah, she practices witchcraft or something. Even if it's a lie. Even if it's a lie. You were basically sentenced to, to, to being hung. You know, that reminds me of something I've heard. I don't know exactly where this came from. 
but there's apparently this method that they were tried to find out which is which was witches. Mm-hmm. They would have like this some sort of weird crane or whatnot, and they would let the lower the witches or supposed allegedly in a cage underwater water. or full yep. water, really, not to the point where they drown. They're supposed to float. Yeah, if, if they're they regular not, people, they would float. They would float. But if you if you were a witch, you would drown. Exactly, and, and the that's thing how they is, would test you. The thing how is, ridiculous is that? But no, no. Listen to this. Listen to this. The thing is that no matter who sat there, being a witch or not, that chair was heavy and it was not ever gonna float up. Exactly. So anyone who they put in there was gonna die one way or fucking another. Yeah. I know. Like I heard a story. I could be wrong of the details because it's been a long time since I heard the story. Well, like the way that they would test to see who's witches is like if they had like a wart or like a pimple on their like on their body it was mainly the back since for some reason that was like more common mm. they'll get like a hot needle and poke the wart or pimple and if if they bled like blood okay they're normal but sometimes we all know that pimples or warts can have like that that uh, uh, pus. so if, yeah so if that would come out then you're like oh it's a witch and obviously back then they didn't know this kind of shit because it was like... Trust me, when we get into the specifics of it, you're going to really be shocked and like angered in some cases by how they determined who was guilty and who was not. And it was just, it was so unfair. And it's a good thing that we don't have to worry that much about that nowadays because, I mean, it depends where you live. But... That's about it. Um, so, we've discussed some of the more popular urban legends. Mm. We will have a future episode that discusses more urban legends. Right. That discusses some of them in detail, like Slenderman, um, the Jersey Devil, the Skunk Ape here in Florida. I mean, we'll discuss very bloody Mary's going to have her own episode as well. Oh, okay. my lord. So we will have that. We're even going to have one episode of Spanish urban legends. Oh, good. Where we'll cover things like... La Llorona. Uh, La Llorona. El Cucuy. El Cucuy. <laughs> Chupacabra. Chupacabra. You know, there's like going to the, be... That, that was like the OG for me. The, like, oh, the Spanish fucking... Oh, God. You know what's Wait until I thing? tell you a story... About me and La Llorona when we cover that. Okay. You're, you're going to laugh your ass off with okay. that. Okay. Let me tell you something. I was expecting a different story. So, um, just uh, want to let you guys know that if you want to get in contact with us here at uh, Witchy Weed Podcast, you can send us an email at witchyweedpodcast at gmail. You can look us up on Facebook under Witchy Weed Podcast. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram at witchy underscore weed underscore podcast or send us a tweet at witchy underscore weed. Next time, we'll have another interesting uh, episode for you guys. Don't forget to uh, like our our podcast and uh, we're going to keep it interesting for you guys. So until next time, stay lit, witches. Mm-hmm.